And now for our story. Tonight in Miami Beach, a young woman entered the Vista Del Mar Hotel, walked quickly across the lobby. In the elevator, she asked for the sixth floor with the assured air of someone who was either expected or was a guest of the hotel. But as Chip Calvert stepped out of the elevator, her attitude changed. She walked hesitantly toward a certain door, then slowly, noiselessly turned the knob. It was locked. Suddenly, a few doors down, a young couple, still in deep clothes, burst out of a room and, leaving the door ajar, dashed into a room down the hall. As they entered, the sounds within indicated that someone was having quite a party. As soon as the door closed behind them, Kit entered the room they had just left. It took her only a moment to cross to the French windows and step out on the terrace, which ran the length of the building. She walked quickly along it, counting each set of French doors she passed until she came to the one she wanted. The long windows were open, the room beyond was in darkness. A moment later, Kit had stepped through into Paul Cromwell's suite. She stood there for a moment, then started to move cautiously. I can't see a blasted thing. Darn. Now, what the devil was that? That was, uh, <laughs> that was just the lamp table. Uh, that was not a very attractive one, anyway. Well, that's good. No harm done, then. <laughs> Except that I seem to have gotten into the wrong room by mistake. Which room were you looking for, Mrs. Lee? Uh, I thought I recognized your voice. It's... It's Max, isn't it? That's right. Well, for heaven's sake, turn on the light. Of course. Uh, better? Excuse me while I get my coat. I, I was just lying down waiting for Mr. Conwell. When do you expect him back? I really couldn't say. Probably not until quite late, Mrs. Lee. Well, then. We can keep each other company. And incidentally, Max... I'm not Mrs. Mead. I'm divorced now. Or don't you read the papers? Oh, yes. And I might say that I followed your affairs with quite a personal interest. You're like everyone else. You're curious. If everybody's curious about me, Max. They wonder where I am. What's happened to me. You could tell them now, couldn't you? Well, Miss Carver, I... Don't call me Miss Carver. But... That's my father's name. I'm Karen Cummings here. I've gotten rid of the moon, but I can't get rid of all the rest, Max. All the things he's done. We should be looking for him, not me. But I can't get anyone to understand that. It's so simple. You see it, don't you? Well, I don't know. All those things are in the papers about the trial. Everything directed against me. They blamed me, Max. They couldn't see far enough. They couldn't see that it was all my father's doing. Oh, if only I could make someone understand. I think perhaps I do. Well, I'm not going to put up with it any longer. I'm not going to be treated like this. Can you imagine? I'm having to live like this all because of Mrs. Gravitin. Mrs. Gravitin? Oh, horrible woman. She owns the rooming house where I've been living. She's taken all my money. She, she's been blackmailing me. I should turn her over to the authorities. Yes, I think you should. But you think I'd be that stupid. I would turn out just like everything else. I'd be the one who'd pay. They'd pick me. You see, I, I can't get anyone to understand. Sometimes I think I must be ill. Perhaps you should see a doctor. I've such a wretched headache. Could I get something for you? No, no, nothing does any good. It's very cold in here. Close the window, Very well. Is that better? Yes. Miss Cummings, don't you know, oh, good Lord, you don't have to call me that. So, Paul's told you about my pseudonym. He tells you everything, doesn't he, Max? 
The foolish respect and loyalty are already understanding. Chris, why don't you stop all this nonsense and get in touch with your father? My father? Do you want me to get in touch with my father? Oh, I should have known. You're with him, aren't you? You and Dad. Oh, come off it, Chris. Get away from me. Get away from me. You're not my friend. I should have known. I thought maybe you were the one, but you're not. You're not my friend. Yes. I've been trying to find him, but I can't. Oh, I'm so alone. Everybody wanting to hurt me and laughing at me. There is someone, but I can't find him. Yes. I, I can't find him. Martha, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What's the matter with her? Oh, I can't. It sounds as if she's out of her head. I see the conversation I just had with her, and then this, I think Miss Calvert is very ill. What am I to do with her, Martha? I can't let her stay here, and I can't very well take her out through the lobby. Perhaps you should call the hotel doctor. You could get her a telephone. Yes, but I, I, I don't want to be involved, Max. Ever since you arrived in Miami, it's gotten worse all the time. Maybe, but I don't want to have anything to do with it. I'm through with the whole mess. She's not my responsibility. Max, I'm going to call her father. Paul Cromwell looked at his man, expecting Max to confirm his decision. But Max was watching Chip. Listening to the words that ran through her hysteria like a theme. And Paul Cromwell heard them too. Words that expressed her fear of Ben Calvert. 